welcome to Layback with Betfair. Joined by the A-Team, we're back. Hello, it's time for Layback with Betfair for another week. I'm Tom Haylock, joined by Liam Clancy. How are you, mate? Going well. Um, finally recovered from uh, the show that was last week and ready to go again on the light version. Yes, we didn't have much luck last week. I texted you Saturday morning, so it's the first lay-in for me, the weather forecast. We've got it again this week. So last week we had one to four mil forecast. We do this show on Thursday mornings, and the world opened up on Friday, Saturday morning. I texted you, you've laid the best wet tracker in the country. Um, and just got there. How did you feel? Oh, I felt pretty crook. Do you know what? Even I wouldn't have been that against it, but then when the fave, fave came out as well, because it doesn't go a yard in the wet, <laughs> and I was left with like what I have Keats and swords drawn in the race. Oh. I thought we were in a bit of trouble there with just folk, but uh, that's the punt. And my lay just had the picture of a run and was too good. So, what did you lay? Uh, Gennady. In the oh, last, yeah, had an last. absolute peach and just held on for about four horses that were within a head and uh, Gennady got the photo. So we, we did well last week. Yeah, that would have um, Overpass, looking back, that was an absolute steal. Yeah, do you know, it was so funny, the, the betting flux with that one. Like, we, t- we thought we were taking a great price, took $3 on Thursday, and then you wake up Saturday with $2.30 and you think, geez, we've got an absolute steal here. And then just continued to drift and drift. I think BSP was $3.10. I think the mm. corps were around $2.93. And, uh, and certainly ran like an even money shot and, and bolted in. So it's good to have that group one form on the board. And uh, I think at 20 past eight in the evening on a Saturday, that's what you like to hit them. Yeah, I had a shock and go Saturday. I lost my keys, so I ended up having to stay out and, and drink, uh, which was good and watch that race out. Uh, and I've, I haven't seen many more group ones over as early in the straight as that. It was a dominant display and good bet. Um, obviously started $10 or $9.50 in a Everest and comes out and pays $3.10 Betfair starting price. It looks a steal post-race. Uh, we've got a similar circumstance again. I mentioned my lay-in last week with the weather. This week we've got an even worse scenario. We've got 1 to 10 forecast on Friday and 2 to 20 on Saturday, Liam. Um, get off the fence, Bureau of Meteorology, whatever you're called now. Um, get off the fence. Come up, give us something substantial and... Accurate, please. Yeah, it's almost as if there's um, some maternity or paternity leave going on in oh, there and, and someone just doesn't want to get it they wrong. off. Just sit there and go, well, it's going to be somewhere in this range. <laughs> so we could be on a good three or a heavy 10 at Ballarat this week. So we've let that go through to the keeper. We'll see how we go. We've got a group one at Ascot again, and we'll kick off with that. It's race eight. The weather looks perfect over there. It is the northerly stakes at 800 metres. We've got a similar scenario to last week with a Sydney horse dominating the market uh, in Zaki. How do you find firstly the map and then the race, Liam? Yeah, a fairly interesting one. Not that dissimilar to last week, I I guess. Um, I think the difference is obviously Zaki, a nine-year-old, Probably not as well in as, as he has been in the past. Um, we're getting 250. I think if we were getting 320, 330, 340, then it's probably a bet you have to have. At the moment, I'm, I'm quite happy to risk him at the, at the 250, 6 to 4 mark. Um, I think, obviously, if the real Zaki turns up, he wins, but I'd, I'm happy to risk at this point. Um, my main bet in the race is, is going to be Tricks of the Trade. Um, one coming through the railway, as quite a few of these are. Um, just had no luck on the rail the whole way. Got out late, still managed to go through the line really nicely for, for a strong fourth. 
obviously comes back from handicap to wait for age here, as as Al Safina, Bustler, Dom to shoot, they all do. Um, but I think Tricks of the Trade's the one who, in the run, gets a much better chance on Saturday. And $21 in the market, um, I think I'll be having a small play at that, but I'll be really hitting the $5 a place as it is at the moment. So that'll be my bet, main bet of the race. But um, oh, look, I love, love Zaki and always have, so I wouldn't be disappointed if, if he wins. Interesting map. So I, you clarified the map last week, the group one there, and you nailed it. Um, no matter how you looked at the race, overpass was going to find a, a nice position because there was speed drawn outside of him. Here we've got Maricino in three. We've got Zaki uh, in 10 and then Zuma on 15. So I think no matter which way the race unfolds, Zaki's either going to settle outside and lead, J-Mac on. Um, he finds the one, one for fun. If, if um, Zuma tries to cross and take it up, he could end up outside Maricino or behind the pair of them and just get a perfect run in the race. The only concern with the map is he does like to hunt the fence. He's a real fence uh, hunter. So that's the little query for his map. But I've done the race um, and asked, asked myself a simple question. Am I willing to take on Zaki or, or if he turns up, does he win? Um, 10 out of his last 12 ratings annihilate everything else in the field. And the two failures, he's still very competitive. So failures. Um, I've just gone about the race. If he turns up, he wins. And I think he's 75% chance or 25% not to turn up and 75% likely to be here and run somewhere near his best. And I've got him marked much, much shorter than $2.60. I'm happy to take $1.70. Um, I just oh. I think he wins. We learned a lesson last week with Overpass. He's so well off at the weight for age scale. I just, I just think it's a bet every day of the week. James McDonald's not down here from Hong Kong to ride a, a loser. Um, he must be going all right, this horse. And even money is a bet. $1.70, I'm still thinking about having a bet on him because I just think he turns up and if he's somewhere near his best, he wins. And that's the only question that I'm asking myself in this race. Phenomenal clip that will be. Just uh, <laughs> bet all the way down to $1.70 for Zaki. Wow, that's um, strong confidence. I'll, I, I guess I'll just be taking my placing for tricks of the trade <laughs> there. <laughs> well, he might not win. He might not turn up. Yeah. But if he does, he wins. It's as simple as that in my opinion. So Like it. That's Ascot. For me, I've kept the race pretty simple. I hardly looked at any other runner. I just looked at the ratings and the, the benchmark or the weighting scale, the, the weight scale. It's hard to see anything else because he's so well. He's 120 handicap rater and he's not running far off those those ratings at the moment. So I think the, the way for age scale is going to be mighty hard to beat there. Zaki, as I said, we've let Ballarat go through to the keeper. We've done Randwick. So they're back at Randwick this week, Liam. Um, first meeting since Melbourne Cup Day. Um, it was a big dance day. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sh oh, <laughs> sorry, those. It's a big dance day. Uh, we don't mention the Melbourne Cup, but first meeting in over a month uh, in Sydney at Randwick. So the track, the rail in True, should be an okay track. Um, how do you find the rail on the True at Randwick, mate? Oh, look, without looking at the figures, um, you know, it generally plays pretty fair. And Randwick, as compared to Rose Hill, they can obviously run on much better than then, I mean, if you had a 40-degree day at Rose Hill, you'd want to be find that fence and, and trying to run away with it. But um, yep. uh, I think it's probably a bit fairer, so I'm just playing for a fair track. Yeah, I tend to... Uh, I almost think running line's better um, than the inside, so I mark barrier one, slight negatives. Yep. Uh, rail and through the camber's more severe uh, in the straight as well, so um, it's harder to lead at Randwick with rail true than probably any other Sydney track, to be honest. So we'll see how we go. We'll start with race two. You've had a close look at this, so I've only had a brief look at race two, but you're keen to play? Yeah, I think uh, Zoo Attica's uh, the one who gets the easy lead. Uh, after Light is another who likes to lead and produces best ratings after leading. So 
that $7 mark for Afterlight is a nice early play. And Step Aside is the one that's uh, going through the grades, um, has come up first up and run an absolute bolter. That was a career peak, that rating over the 1300, gets to the more favourable 1400 here. Uh, so Nash goes on, barrier one, isn't going to punch for the lead. I think we'll probably sit leaders back, yep. come out in the straight and away it goes. Uh, they're the two bets I'll be having, race uh, number one and number five in race two. Uh, main bet, step aside. Second bet, afterlight. My ratings have afterlight running a PB last start. James McDonald off. I know Tim Clark's uh, a good senior rider. Um, that was a little concern for me with the, the jockey off a personal best rating. Um, jockey change, J-Mac off. And then Nashra Willer on step inside is a good push. Barrier one's a little concern for me, but you're keen to play on those two. I found it a very tricky race. Um, the Godolphin horse down in the bottom interests me as well, Mogwai. But uh, let's head to race five. I don't know if you've done the trials, Liam. You might have an opinion of a couple of uh, horses that's, that have run around in Victoria as well. But it's the English Nursery, um, rich, restricted race for the English horses. Over 1,000 metres, two-year-old. You had a look at the race? Absolutely not. I've seen <laughs> the majority of them without a start and trying to get everything done by Thursday, 12pm. I thought I'd leave it to the trial expert, mate. Correct. What, what have you got for us? I've probably got Blue Stratum on top. Um, has the SP profile and it doesn't mean much uh, in two-year-old racing, but had a big boom on this horse. Was centre going to go round in the English race at Mooney Valley on Cox Plate Day. Very, very, very short. Um, didn't make the field there, but believe, oh, strangely enough, was emergency. Didn't make the, the cut, but came out and went very well to the Flemington Strait. Did a bit wrong, Blue Stratum. I know that ties in um, with Inson for the Mar Stable, who ran the fastest, 8, 6, 4, and 2. But I just think, Blue Stratum will be better around a bend. I know they've got to go around Sydney way of going, but I've got Blue Stratum up favourite. Um, Odinson right in there. But the value here is number seven, um, Desiris. Desiris? Desiris, Desiris, Desiris. Um, Freeman's. Freeman's off a trial, had one trial leading in. The trial form, uh, we can go off his trial form, has been pretty good. The horse that beat uh, this horse in a trial came out, won a trial again for the Waterhouse camp. And then we saw um, Tokyo Lady come through and win a Warwick Farm synthetic trial on the back of running third in that heat. I like the way number seven here, Desiris, moved. Uh, I like the, the one trial for this camp. Uh, they improved significantly off their trials, moved right really nicely. So, and uh, got some prominent owners in uh, Bracekowski. I'm not sure if he bought it, because it trialled in Freeman Colours, and now it's racing in the... Um, oh, uh, Bray Sikorsky colours. So, um, yeah, interesting whether they bought in after that jump out or trial. But um, I like this horse, big value, $20, have something on, on the filly. Yeah, $20, huge price. Um, Barry 13, I, I haven't watched the trials. Has it gone forward or is it sat it's been, back? It's been midfield, ran second in the trial. Um, yeah, I think it'll be midfield with cover, running line and, and be okay. Um, yeah, and I like the, the stable off, off jump outs like that. So, um, yeah, one for the value hunters there, but I do have a blue stratum on top. We move to the Santa Cup 2000 metres race six on the card. Foxy Cleopatra, likely start favourite at betfair.com.au. She's um, run really well twice this time in. Who have you got on top here? Uh, I've got I'm in to win, slight favourite. Um, Foxy Cleopatra not behind. The thing I love about Foxy Cleopatra is just continues to get better and better and better with every start, mm. and, and the ratings suggest that also. Um, so on the ratings that I use, it's 92 first up into a 95 last start. Um, projections would have, have her right in the race here, so would not be talking you off her. 
Yeah, four of these come through that benchmark 88 at Newcastle, uh, Lamb. It was won by One Glass Bay, who just had that suck run, peeled in between runners late and, and got the chocolates. Um, I'm into in. Was favourite there, run down late, uh, was a good run. They went incredibly slowly. I'm just not sure that's the right foundation for a 2,000 metre race stepping off that. It was an absolute walk. Um, so I've looked away from that form. Superium interests me a little bit up the top here, back onto a firm track, like the setup. Um, I thought it was very good at a big price last start with a sting out um, on the backup. So um, interesting there. And Foxy Cleopatra on top, as you said, her rating suggests she's improving throughout her campaign. She was very good last start. I think that is a good foundation because that was a really fast run race last start. I don't love backing horses off Cranbourne heading to Randwick, but um, I just like her profile, her setup, and uh, I think she's a really nice horse. So Foxy Cleopatra on top, superior bit of value there for me. Uh, I You didn't do race five. I haven't had a close talk at the Ingham. I didn't have four hours to go through this race before the show. There's 24 horses in it, $2 million race, and form from everywhere. Ridiculous race for me. I'd, I'd need four hours to do it properly, so I, I haven't brought a half-assed approach. Yep. Have you had a look at it? Yeah, I have. Good. Um, no wonder why you didn't get to race five. Well, yeah, I didn't get to many other races because <laughs> I was stuck analysing 24 horses. Um, but what's this $2 million race? So obviously one they're all keen to win. Um, I have landed with Lions Roar on top after a, an unreal uh, flashing home in the Little Dance um, yep. last start. Uh, what's gets oh, the, the main positive for this horse is actually finally gets to draw a gate, so it doesn't have to go as far back as he has been going. I think he's got a really big win coming, and I'm hoping it's this Saturday. We're getting uh, ten dollars on the exchange already, um, so keen there. And the other play I want to have is uh, with Chris Lee's Rustic Steel, a bit of a set play. This you sort reckon? of thing from... A few people were you last start. Yeah, well, and on the back up here, right? And then if you go back to this exact time last year, ran in the 1500 metre at Randwick, soft six, uh, produced a nice rating without being through the roof, and then just got back home, got, got back and ran home well. And then in the 1600 metres at Randwick, um, absolutely bolted in. Yeah. And it was a massive career peak. And I can see something similar in the setup here. So that's another $13 shot. So they're the two I'm going to play in the race. Uh, Detonator Jack, obviously flying. One fantastically in the gong. Um, up two kilos from that effort. Ossipenko, another one going well. Really tough draw, drawing the outside barrier 24 here. Makes it tougher. Attractable in the race. Um, won that big dance. Nice trial since. Drops half a kilo from that race. Um, so there, there's plenty of chances, obviously, as there's always going to be in a uh, in a 24-horse handicap. But the ones I'm keen to find, Lions Raw, Rustic Steel. A couple of interests me down the bottom. Uh, Williamsburg, I thought, was pretty good last uh, last week on the quick backup. 20. Like, it's one of these races you can make a case for 15, 10 of Probably should have won that race. If it had should have protested. The protest was probably 50-50 too. Um, and military expert, I don't like the horse, but um, wouldn't be surprised if he runs the drum at hundred dollars, hundred and twenty. So um, it's to gain a start there, and obviously Foxy Cleopatra fourth emergency. I don't think she'll get a start either. So we're tipping her earlier in the program. Uh, race eight is a race I'm keen to play in, Liam. But I'll let you go first here. Oh, you're setting me up here. No. Um, so I'm the main thing for me in this race is I'm keen to take on interaction. Um, that that Kembla race uh, two weeks ago. Had all the favours, got out in front, and was really hard. To, and it was a really strong win, really hard to run down. 
Very, very different setup in this race come Saturday. Uh, gets the 1200, um, is drawn out with a lot of speed inside. So you've got Recommendation, who's probably the beneficiary coming out of, out of that race. Brossa Rose probably goes forward with your blessing, is, is going really well at the moment and sits Josh handy. Josh on Frosty Rocks, we handy. Yeah, correct. Uh, so there's, there's plenty of ticks there. Um, with your blessing is the one that I have on top. I think um, unknown jockey at the moment worries me a bit whether they're actually going to come here, but the rating suggested it's about $3 mark. Like it. Um, recommendation, currently I've got Mark $6, but yeah, it gets back on dry. Blinkers go on again, soft draw to lead, plenty of big positives there. Waihaha falls the other one that I think is a good chance in the race. Um, I'll be watching any market support late there from that John O'Shea yard. Um, but Insurrection, the main lay here, the one that I'm keen to take on, and the, my bet is with your blessing. We're both agreeing, uh, we're both against Insurrection marked, uh, much longer. I think Recommendation should be shorter than Insurrection in betting, so that's the way I've done it. Obviously, Insurrection beat Recommendation in the Warra. We saw um, a horse come through that and, and win on Saturday, uh, so the form looks all right from that race, but five of these come through a benchmark 100 on November 7 as well. Um, recommendation around second there and beats all of these home, including Insurrection. Meets them all better at the weights from, meets Insurrection better at the weights from last start, the Warra and that benchmark uh, 100 from November 7. Um, barrier one's a little query, but um, I've got recommendation on top and a bet for me. The other one's down the bottom, perfect thought. Now this horse trialled up enormously the other day. Um, behind Barossa Rosa, finished off superbly. Got some class about um, Perfect Thought, fantastic H-way value, love the trial. Also in an 1100 meter race, Scratch, tells me they're sharp enough for the 1200. Looking for, obviously a lot of people, at the big price is because you've seen her over further, but um, the fact that it was in an 1100 meter race suggests that uh, going sharp enough, one 1045 meter trial, Fresh for this, Ramwick suits, huge value for me, perfect thought. So um, 53 kilos, I'm very bullish about perfect thought. That's my main play of the day. I'm having something recommendation as well there at race eight. And my lay of the day is number three, Insurrection, to start the lay streak again after both our lays won last week, Lane. <laughs> yeah, well, we can't um, blush over that, unfortunately. No. But that sounds like it's a recipe for failure. Both of us finding the same lay of the day. But hopefully it means that it's, uh, it's got no chance and uh, we've got no problems. Insurrection has to drift 1,200 metres. We're both against. So that's your nomination to start the, the streak, mate. Certainly is. Me too. Thanks for joining us. Anything further to add, mate? No, I'd just uh, reiterate what we said, like Ballarat Cup Day. Bit of a shame that we can't have a bit of confidence betting here. But um, if uh, we get a bit more of a confident uh, weather forecast before then we might put some tips up before we go it is so hard because you're playing on potentially a very wet track if 20 mils falls or if two mils fall you're on a good track so you just got no idea until potentially race morning we saw Caulfield last week downgraded um, to a soft six from a good four early uh, on Saturday morning as well so best of luck uh, tread carefully at Ballarat but we're pretty bullish on a couple at Randwick and I am very confident in Zaki as you heard earlier Thanks for joining us. We'll be doing it again next week on Layback with Betfair. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.